Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 Podcast with Matt and Tommy. Tommy intro edition. Love that. Absolutely love that for, for YouTube. You actually won't have that for audio, will you? But, no. Um, Tom, you'll have to go have watch to us both. on visuals as well. Exactly. Uh, today, we are going to be making some predictions because people love our predictions. Some last year were incredible, <coughs> me, and some of them were really washed. So we are going to basically predict today the 2024 F1 driver market because, as we have already mentioned, there are a lot of contracts ending at the end of this year, which means there should be some changes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Can you imagine if we get up to the end of 2024 and it's the same lineup again? Yeah, we've started P1 and it's like, there will now be no driver changes ever. Um, that would be really annoying because last year, obviously, it was the first time in F1 history that nothing changed, but... Boy, there are a lot of uh, people out of contract now, so surely it must, must be. They can't not change every year. <laughs> they can't stay every year. <laughs> right, before we dive into that, we have a five-star review that comes in from For the Love of F1 in the USA. If you want your five-star review to be read out, please do let us know why by submitting a five-star review and letting us know why you love this podcast. You can tell I haven't said that in a while. I listened to your podcast with Daniel Ricciardo, and I loved he fell in love with this small town. I received a package in the mail today from Rancho Cucamonga, and I felt a certain Danny had channeled my love for doing this sort of thing too, and had sent me something. It turned out to be a small dog statue I had ordered to go on my son and his future bride's wedding cake. What a coincidence the Etsy creator is from there. Maybe Danny ran into him. This guy could make us small replicas of Daniel Ricardo. We could all carry him around in our pockets. Ha ha ha. That, <laughs> that is an amazing is... story. <laughs> So I, do, I do love how I'm like, leave us a fast review and let us know why you love this podcast. And there was not one part that was anything to do with why they, they like our podcast. I saw it. They love Rancho, Rancho Cucamonga. Cucamonga and had to yeah. do it. No, it, it makes, the, it, it absolutely um, passes the passes the test there. So uh, great to see. Uh, and if you haven't, if you have no idea what I've just said, it's from the Daniel Ricardo video slash podcast that we did with him um, in the road trip that we did in the USA. Right then. Let's speak about exactly who is out of contract in 2024, because there's a lot of them. Sergio Perez, Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, Fernando Alonso, Lance Stroll, Esteban Ocon, Pierre Gasly, Joe Guanyu, Valtteri Bottas, Yuki Tsunoda, Daniel Ricciardo, Nico Hulkenberg, Kevin Magnussen, Alex Albon, and Logan Sargent. Now, what That's we're going to do, it, there, it is a lot. What we're going to do is go through them one by one and predict if they will stay, move, or leave. And if anyone has moved, we will then go through that as to where we think they've gone at the end. Are you ready, Tommy? Let's do it. Okay, let's start where we always begin. <laughs> in driver ratings and everywhere else. 
Logan Sargent, will he stay, will he move, or will he leave? I am going to kick things off here with a spicy little take, uh, and that is he will leave Formula One. Not that part, probably the spiciest thing you've ever heard, but um, I believe he's going to be replaced by someone very interesting. Now, shall I go into that as well, Tommy? I feel like we, because it's not the move, this is the leaving part, so we should probably oh, say we who... Can throw. Are we throwing drivers mm. in as well who's going to replace mm. them? Yeah, I think that's exciting. Oh, okay. Go on then. Okay, so Logan Sargent oh, will leave Formula <laughs> One. Yeah, yeah, you've got, you've got this, you've got this. And I believe he will be replaced by Kimi Antonelli, who okay. will have an amazing Formula Two season. Everyone will be like, oh my days, this kid is the new blah, blah, blah. Insert Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, whoever, whatever name you might choose. Um, and he has Mercedes ties, so let's not forget mm. Williams have Mercedes engines. Williams has also been, you know, is is kind of pally, as I say, with Merck, and Merck want to sometimes trial out a bit of talent. And I believe if Kimi does have a sensational Formula 2 year, we will see him on the grid in 2025. Ooh. That's interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of hype around uh, Kimi, um, so that would be a fascinating one. For Logan Sargent, I have also gone that he will be dropped or leave Formula One at the end uh, of the season. Uh, I'm not going to go into who I think will replace him because that will spoil a future uh, person on this list. Um, so I'll leave you hanging on um, and tease you all. But yeah, Logan Sargent. Uh, one thing I do hope uh, if this prediction comes in, I think just for the sake of it feeling like a P1 podcast, even if he leaves Formula One, we have to start with him in everything and just mention that he's not in F1 anymore. So like in 2025, yeah. we go starting with Logan Sargent. He's not in Formula One. And then he's start racing with the next in driver. something else. When yeah. we speak about his race, <laughs> you say, well, Logan had a good wet race last time yeah. out. He finished 17th. I'm going to give him a four out of 10. <laughs> yeah. It has to be done. It's like traditional now to start, start talking about him at the start of every podcast. So, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think he's going to leave Formula One. I think they'll try again. I'm not holding out much hope uh, that he'll improve a huge amount. And uh, I think he'll be, uh, they'll, Williams will decide to, to for him to leave at the end of the season. So, Yes. Yeah, we need to see more potential from Logan, as we've said many, many times. And uh, if he does that, then our predictions will be completely and utterly wrong. Um, but we are basing it on what we saw this year. Uh, let's see if James Fowles can craft a masterpiece out of Logan Sargent. Next up, Alex Albon. Stay, move or leave? I have gone that Alex Albon will move from Williams. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and like we said at the start, we will get into it at the end, but I think Alex Albon will have another great season uh, in Williams. They're, they're kind of moving uh, up the grid. Alex Albon was really consistently good last season. I think he'll have a similar season uh, and will get a move. Here we go. A bit of spice. Okay, to... spicy McSpicerson. Let's go. I have gone for stay. Yes, I nice. don't think... It will be time just yet for Alex Albon to do his little moves. And as I mentioned around Mercedes and ties like that, perhaps a Mercedes move 
later down the line might be something that he is eyeing up. But as for right now, I don't think there's any move, especially if Williams with James Vowles at the helm. I don't think Alex Albon needs to go anywhere. As long as the progression and the improvement continues with Williams, we've seen over the years that they can they can produce a good car and sometimes be towards the front. It hasn't happened very often, but it's it's been possible. And I am a strong believer in James Vowles, and I believe Alex Albon might be as well. So he's going to st stick it out. It, it, I reckon it'll be like a one-year contract just to be like, all right, let's let's get over to to new regulation territory, and then and then we'll start uh, looking at where to move. Nice, Kevin Magnussen, stay, move, or leave. I believe Kevin Magnussen will leave Formula One at the end of 2024. And I think he is also going to be replaced by someone not on the F1 grid. And therefore, I am allowed to mention this, Tommy. He's going to be replaced by Ollie Behrman. Absolutely stone cold, done, bish, bash, bosh. Ollie Behrman has done enough in those free practice sessions to prove that he has got the minerals to be on the Formula One grid. K-Mag, we've, we, on countless occasions last year, were like, why is, why is he, he there? What what is he what is he up to? The occasional rare moment where you're like, oh, okay, Mag, okay, you got a Q1, let's go. But realistically, Nico Hulkenberg smashed him last year. If that continues again this year, he's gonna leave. Hassa gonna get a little new new star in Ollie Behrman into that seat. So I have also gone that Kevin Magnuson will be dropped at the end of the year. I think that Hass have already shown that they're ready to make changes with the fact that they've got rid of Gunther. And if Magnussen has another season like that, um, I think uh, it's time to for him to, to go. Um, and the person that I think will replace him is not on the list and very annoying for all those that like us disagreeing because I also think Oli Behrman would be a great shout for Haas because he's got those uh, Ferrari links and I think after another season in Formula 2 he'll be ready to take that step up he's not you know uh, I don't think Haas um, are going to sign anyone big and then they'll have that perfect balance of an exciting young driver and an experienced driver in uh, Nico Hulkenberg and I think that um, Oli Behrman yeah is, is a great shout because Haas need to promote someone uh, young and try and you know, add a bit of spice and excitement and change something in that team. So, yeah, I think Behrman would be a great shout. Nico Hulkenberg, stay, move or leave? I've gone for stay. I kind of already spoiled it in the last one a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I think he's... Uh, I, I think he'll continue to outperform Magnussen and he's just a, a solid uh, driver... Uh, hopefully the Haas improves that they can actually um, do racing and not just qualifying uh, so Hulkenberg can get some points and stuff but I think he'll uh, deliver again as much as he can in a car that I don't think is going to be particularly great but uh, Hulkenberg I think is going gonna, is gonna to stay. I also think Nico Hulkenberg is going to stay. Um, similar to your thoughts Tommy, he's been decent last year just completely and utterly hindered by the car on a Sunday, uh, but he had some star performances in qualifying, which shows exactly what Nico still has in the locker uh, for the next few years. And and yeah, I, I believe Haas will be silly not to keep Nico Hulkenberg um, because 
he's that experience and mix that with a young talent like Oli Behrman, I think will be a, a winning, well, not a winning combination, but you know what I mean? Like, it'll a be a better combination. combination. No, yeah, that is a than, bold uh, prediction. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's not quite where I was going with that. But but yeah, I think Nico will stay. Daniel Ricardo, stay, move, or leave? I have gone for move. And mm. you will know why more <laughs> I wonder at where. the end. <laughs> I think he will move. I think he's he's going to go on a little adventure, but where's he going to go? We'll have to find out later. Oh, I can't possibly think where because I have also predicted that Daniel Ricciardo will move to a certain team. Um, I think he's... I am so, yeah. so PG-18 right now. <laughs> so Daniel Ricciardo, yeah. Um I think he showed glimpses. Uh, we didn't. He didn't have that full campaign. I think a full campaign under him. Um, yeah, uh, he's gonna. I think he'll he'll get a move. Uh, we by the time this podcast comes out, maybe uh, it will be confirmed. They've changed their name. Should we just mention it? Visa Cash App RB, which is somehow even worse than the Stake Kicks Alba thing. Um, but yeah, Daniel Ricciardo, I think if he, if he does well there, looks like they might, uh, if they carry on the way they did at the end of last season, uh, he could put in some great performances and it will get a certain team, uh, be very interested because we know how much they like him. Yes. What ambiguity. Oh, I you can't guess. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. You'll have to stay tuned to find out. Uh, Yuki Sonoda now. Stay, move or leave? I've gone for stay. I found this one quite tricky. Stay now, baby. Stay Sorry. now. Um, because I think Yuki Sonoda, uh, the thing I found difficult with most of these is we're having a big regulation change in 2026. So essentially you have one year. So do people move and then you essentially have one year before everything changes or do you wait and just get another year contract and then go? And I think Yuki Sonoda, if he continues to perform well at um, Visa Cash App RB or whatever. And if they're well, it's not technically completely confirmed. Racing balls, so I mean, you know, Alpha Tauri, sorry. Uh, you know, um, not we'll call him Alpha for now. Um, yeah. So if he has another good year at Alpha Tauri and puts in some solid performances, I think Honda will naturally because, uh, of course, they're going to Aston Martin, will want a Japanese driver in there. But, of course, they've got Fernando Alonso, who won't want to leave, and Lance Stroll, who is not allowed to leave. Um, so I think <laughs> they just allow that extra year uh, staying in that team, and then maybe uh, he moves to, to Aston Martin uh, eventually. I've also gone for stay for Yuki Tsunoda. Very similar thinking again, Tommy. I, I don't believe it's right for Yuki to move right now. I don't think even the, the possibility, as you say, is there. Of course, he has been linked to the whole Aston Martin-Honda partnership that will be go probably going on 2026, wasn't it, uh, onwards? Yeah, so whether that will come to fruition, we'll have to wait and see. But this is, of course, for the end of 2024. Where would Yuki go if he doesn't uh, If he doesn't stay at AlphaTauri slash Visa slash ATM slash credit card slash whatever they're going to be called? <laughs> Um, credit card you know, racing I, I think yeah I think that's probably a better name than what we've got yeah um, yeah so I, I think Yuki will, will stay for now and uh, fingers crossed he f 
for especially for your sake, Tommy, just continues to to sort of slowly improve uh, yeah. year by year. Valtteri Bottas, stay, move, or leave? I have gone for stay for Valtteri Bottas. Um, I don't think he's quite retiring just yet. He's in his Kimi Raikkonen era. I feel as though he'll be there for a few more years, enjoying his cycling, as we saw him in the Las Vegas hotel that we were staying at, rolling his bicycle through uh, one of the nicest hotels <laughs> in Las Vegas. And he's just having a great time, isn't he? Like, he's such a down-to-earth human being, just rolling around, enjoying his F1, enjoying not having to compete against Lewis Hamilton, which is absolutely fair enough. And he hasn't had the best season, but I don't think he's it's been that bad. He's a race winner. He's got prestige, and he's got a history in Formula 1. He knows how to win, uh, and I don't think it will be wise for the team to to get rid of him. And I don't think he'll be willing to move either. I've gone that Valtteri Bottas will retire from Formula One. He wow. will leave. So not stay, move or leave. Retire. Well, I, I, I said leave F1. Um, <laughs> say whether, the word, Tommy. Yeah, okay. he, will leave, <laughs> he will leave F1. Uh, I think Valtteri Bottas, that team is going through uh, some... Uh, changes, not just their their name. They'll have another new name in 2026. Uh, they'll want to... And this is why I find it so difficult, again, talking about Yuki Tsunoda. They, Stake are going to change to Audi in 2026, but they're, both their drivers are ending at 2024. So how does that process happen? Uh, so my prediction uh, is that Bottas will, will leave F1. I think it will be maybe it would be like a mutual thing but maybe he's pushed a little bit um and goes off and does some nude cycling or something oh wow and who's he going to be replaced by tommy because uh, if it's not on the f1 grid you've got to tell us well uh i won't tell you then Ooh. oh my god the suspense is crazy okay <laughs> let's go to show guan yu then stay move or leave I have gone for Zhou Guan Yu is dropped. So stake both drivers uh, and one of them joining is on the grid. One of them is not. So I will uh, say now the person that's not on the grid and that is Teo Porcher. Um, I think he will be sat on the sidelines. Um, the classic... Uh, winning F2 role where you essentially get to wear some team kit and sit on a pit wall with some headphones on. And then uh, he'll do some tests and things like that. Uh, and then an entire new driver lineup for for stake for the next year. And he will be uh, one of them. Uh, I don't... Joe, I thought, was a lot better than people gave him credit for. But there's just something... I know it's a hard team to impress in because they are so incredibly midfield and just there's not really much there a bit like Haas but uh, I expected maybe uh, a bit more from him so yeah I think he'll be dropped Tommy I'm really upset do you know why I'm upset (laughs) I thought I was on to something I thought I was uh, you know just going through this dark path and shedding the light to everybody with my prediction. You've said exactly the same thing as what I was going to say. <laughs> Again. Um, so I also believe he will leave uh, and be replaced by Teo Porcher. Um, 
mainly because yeah, he's he's on a, he's been on a level with Bottas, but Bottas is chilling, and he hasn't really shone much at all as Zhou Guan Yu. I think the only time I can really remember is Zanfort when he was just randomly in second place. But there was hasn't really been many star moments for for Zhou, and I think it'll be sad. I think some people will be like, that's a bit unfair. He's still a new driver, but. For me, I think they'll keep Valtteri Bottas for a, a year or two more because of his experience, but they will drop Zhou Guan Yu and try out Teo Porcher, who, of course, is is highly regarded, Formula 2 champion, um, mainly because Zhou hasn't shone as much as as, as people may have hoped for. Um, so, yeah. Screw you, Tommy. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Right. Pierre Gasly, stay, move, or leave? I've gone for stay. I think this is going to be a very boring stay. I think um, Alpine are enjoying their French driver lineup, spoiler alert, and um, I think they would be unwise to try and make a change there. I think Pierre Gasly was um, quietly impressive um, last year, and I don't think Pierre has anywhere really that he can go. He's kind of finally got out of the Red Bull, um, I guess, slightly toxic family for him, and, and after the, all the things he's been through, Uh and yeah, with Alpine, that's probably his best bet of being anywhere near the front at the moment. So stay. I've also gone for stay for Pierre Gasly. He's only just gone there. I think he was far more impressive, of course. Uh, we both said that he'd be biggest flop and he certainly wasn't uh, beating Ocon, which was a, a surprise to me. And he put in some really underrated performances as well. So I think Gasly's uh, best bet is to stay and I think Alpine will want him to stay as well. Esteban Ocon, stay, move or leave? I've gone for stay for Esteban Ocon. I think um, much to Drive to Survive's disappointment, the partnership of Gasly and Ocon is, seems absolutely fine, working well. There's been the odd moment, um, nothing major, uh, maybe Vegas when it seemed like they were trying to get him to hold station and there might be a bit, the, the odd thing, but it seems to be um, they seem to get over it uh, quite quickly, or at least from a PR perspective, uh, they do. And I think, um, yeah, it just makes sense to to keep that all French lineup for for Alpine because they're both uh, good drivers that um, I think are well suited to that team. There was actually a few moments for them, wasn't there? There was uh, Japan oh, course, as the well, Japan wasn't there? Well, there yeah. was Australia where they came in together, mm. like yeah. Considering, uh, I've also gone for Estadocon stay, um, 
because whatever did go on behind closed doors last year didn't surface really at all, apart from the slight outburst at Japan for Gasly, I would say. Um, so clearly they are able to work together um, to a reasonable degree and, and I think Alpine should, should keep them and, and I think they will both feel the same way, the drivers as well. So stay for Ocon. Lance Stroll now. Stay, move, or let your father give you permission to leave Formula One. Suspenseful Are you music. ready for this? Okay. Yeah. Suspenseful music is playing right now. I am going to lock in. Stay. Yeah. 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 I know this is. A, I know this is left field. I know that a lot of people think Lance Stroll is going to be removed from the team, but I do not. Um, I think. Ask me in a few years. It seems that like Lawrence Stroll might be. You know, there's been some talk, isn't there, about him sort of Selling removing that. some of his stake in in the team and, and that sort of stuff. But I think as of right now, he's still very much clinging on to um, his his son winning a championship for him one day. And uh, yeah, I think he'll stay for now, or Lance. Yeah, I've also gone for stay. No surprise, because I, I think as well, maybe in a few years' time, like you say, that there, there might be time where... Lawrence goes, is it worth this anymore? Um, but I think the thing then he for looks me at his is... his bank account and goes, oh, I didn't even, didn't even see any of the money didn't come even out notice. of the account. Yeah, oh, exactly. Wow. Um, Lance Stroll, like, like the Aston Martin project has only just really started. So while Lance had a really poor season last year, it would be, it doesn't make sense for like Lawrence to basically be like, oh no, this isn't working as they're sort of, They've made that one step up. They've obviously got the the factory and there's so much th things going on at Aston Martin that's trying to propel them up the grid, a Honda um, you know, deal as well, things like that. So that all they're they're kind of becoming that almost, yeah, like a works team and they'll have um something there. So I don't see Lawrence basically binning off <laughs> Lance or selling the team until they've given it a good go in like 2026 and then if that doesn't work then maybe that is the time where he goes oh well this isn't working and sells his shares or whatever but uh, until then I think he'll he'll stay Fernando Alonso stay move or leave uh, but before you do answer that Tommy I feel like we haven't actually um, spoken about the t-shirt that you're wearing in this video um, purely because I think it needs some appreciation. Um, so can you just show that off fully, please, okay. by uh, sitting up and showing off the Frank T-shirt? Now, this is not widely available on the P1 <laughs> merch store just yet. Sadly However, if not. there is enough demand, that will be released, as well as uh, some hats and beanies coming, uh, hopefully, Frank. very soon as well. <laughs> Frank so, merch. But I, I feel as though that might actually be our bestseller, Tommy. So so perhaps we need to think about the Frank <laughs> merch as well. Hopefully Frank will let us use his image rights. Uh, well, I know we'll have to speak to him, maybe give him a few treats to, to say yes. But um, yeah, I thought I'd uh, get that out of the way just because people, I think, would be wondering what, what you're wearing on your T-shirt. So, Fernando Alonso, stay, move or leave? I am going for stay. I think Fernando won't want to leave just as he's got that taste of podiums again and he's made his first career, good career move essentially since, well, maybe Ferrari, um, even though it didn't go massively to plan, but at least that, that first step. But it's been a while since, you know, he's been known as this guy that always goes to the wrong team at the wrong time. And uh, Fernando Alonso's 
got out of Alpine, moved to Aston Martin. He got a lot of podiums last season. Um, and he's still shown a lot of the time during the season that he's still got the the racecraft, the skill, um, and all that good stuff. The minerals. So, the minerals. I was saving that one for you. I know you're saying <laughs> the minerals. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Fernando will, will stay another year, uh, I think. I also believe Fernando Alonso will stay uh, for another year, maybe 10. I think he can, can go for as long as his body will allow him to. Um, and I believe that teams will be willing to, to keep him for as long as he's able to perform, even if it even if his performance drops off slightly and is only matching Lance Stroll. Like, you know, I, I don't actually see that. I don't ever see a Fernando Alonso drop off, though. After last year, <laughs> no. it was so incredibly impressive what we watched from him. That I think he could easily go another five years minimum if he wanted to. Um, so let's see. But I think he will stay uh, for now. Carlos Sainz, stay, move or leave. I have gone for stay for Carlos Sainz. I think he, well, there's been talks and rumours, hasn't there, around him wanting a long-term contract with Ferrari and there being maybe some slight hold-ups around what that might look like. I think that Ferrari won't budge on that and Carlos will sign a sort of short-term deal with Ferrari to continue the partnership uh, with, with the team. Um, but yeah, I don't think there'll be any changes uh, at this side of Ferrari um, in, at the end of 2024. I've gone that Carlos Sainz will move. Dun, dun, dun. Um, probably my most controversial one, I guess, but... Um, Yes, I think he will uh, move or get why, get into why at the end. But um, yeah, I can see uh, Carlos moving from Ferrari. It all is coming together. What is Tommy cooking <laughs> right now? He is He's put that apron on. Who has let him cook? That's the question. Uh, we will find out. Charles Leclerc, stay, move or leave? I've gone that Charles Leclerc will stay at Ferrari. There's obviously rumours that he's going to sign an enormous contract to um, take him uh, through to 2029, potentially, and uh, confirm our existence on Twitch until 2029 as well. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, I think... Despite all the the banter and stuff, uh, Charles Leclerc, he loves Ferrari, and I think in 2022 he showed that he could deliver for them if the car's right. And he will, he's got time on his side. It's not like he's a older driver that needs to make a move because his time's running out. So I think he'll stay for uh, as long as he uh, can at Ferrari, uh, in the hope of getting that dream title with them. So for Charles Leclerc, stay, move or leave, I have gone for world champ. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong podcast. Um, <laughs> I've gone for stay as well. Some people might have heard me saying on this side of the garage, no, I think that Ferrari will keep their driver lineup um, at the end of 2024. Uh, I think they're a really impressive driver lineup. Carlos Sainz showed some, some brilliant performances last year. And if he can continue to build on that into 2024 and beyond, Ferrari would be silly to even think about getting rid of him. Uh, so, yeah, I think Sainz and Leclerc will, will stay together uh, at Ferrari. Sergio Perez, stay, move or leave? 
I have gone for leave. Now, I think this will be controversial. I think this will be sad because I don't think he deserves to not have a place in Formula One. But we also know how sometimes this can work out for drivers. Ocon springs to mind as a driver that had to literally leave Formula One because he lost his seat and also there was no other seat available for him that fit his criteria and perhaps other teams' criteria as well. And I feel as though Sergio Perez might sort of feel the wrath of that somewhat at the end of 2024. Um, I think that he does, as I say, deserve to be in Formula One, but that is unfortunately how the circus works sometimes. And I think he will be replaced by someone on the Formula One grid, which we'll get onto very shortly. Ooh, who could Once it be? Tommy has answered his <laughs> Sergio Perez question. So, Sergio Perez, I've gone for move to a different team uh and i think that uh this kind of leads more into and i'll I'll go into where i think he'll go later but um i think sergio perez will have a better year uh but i think for me red bull i've almost seen a path for someone i wonder who it could be um and they're doing what they can to make that happen. Um, and that's why I think that Sergio Perez will will move on. And I don't necessarily think it would be uh, a bad thing for him either. It would be bad if mine comes true. But uh, if it's yours, then yeah. it might be good. It might be a, a Bottas situation in some ways. Um, okay, right. Now we are into the moving section for those that are currently on the F1 grid. Tommy... You've got quite a few, I think. So why don't you roll with yours? Do I go through all of them or do we do one and one? Uh, do I just go through them? One on one's fine, but I mean, some of them I might not have because I might have said something different. So should we just get rid of the the one that we all know is going to happen then? And uh, well, that we, that we keep joking about. You'll never guess this one. Who do you okay, think is sure. going to move to? Where do you think Daniel Ricciardo is going to go? Ooh, go so I think Daniel Ricciardo is going to go to the FIA, head of the FIA. <laughs> head of smiling at the FIA. He's going, in my opinion, to Red Bull, but he will go with a different mindset to what he had previously, where he's going to be happy to be fighting for podiums, for the potential victory, but I feel as though he will know deep down that Max Verstappen is just that little bit better. Now, we know that Formula One drivers are deluded and they all think they're the best, but I think if Daniel Ricciardo does make it back to Red Bull, that should be seen as a massive W for him. Not, okay, well, he gets beaten by Max Verstappen 17 of the races in, in the season that he does go there. Um, so, yeah, I think Danny Rick could well see himself back in Red Bull. Yeah, I've gone for the same, no surprise. Uh, it just feels like Red Bull are making this path for him, you know, his return, and then for them to to stick with him. Uh, you know, Lawson was doing really well. They kept Daniel Ricciardo on board. Uh, I wonder if Daniel Ricciardo had done the full half a season uh, and maybe done had the opportunity to do some more performances like he did in Mexico. They might have even done this sooner. Um, but I don't think, like I mentioned, I don't think Perez is going to have like an absolute stinker like he did. I obviously think it would be enough that they'll make the choice. But it just seems like Red Bull, particularly like Helmut Marco and Christian Horner, obviously love him. 
and uh, yeah, it, it seems like they they've almost made up their mind and they they really want to see that that happening. And this is the whole sort of bringing him back. This is their eventual end goal with him. So uh, I could see it happening and and completely agree with the whole uh, that he'll kind of maybe be a bit more sort of understanding that of why <laughs> they're they're sort of favoring more uh Verstappen and and sort of it would be like like you say like him winning winning the odd race and and getting podiums will be like uh something for him to to enjoy rather than it being like oh I'm in Max's shadow this is rubbish I'm I don't want to be here okay let's move to now who will replace Daniel Ricardo at ATM cash visa red racing bull um I have gone for, no surprise, Liam Lawson, because Liam Lawson has been promised a seat in 2025, and this makes the most sense, especially if Red Bull are carving a route uh, for Daniel Ricciardo elsewhere, then it will allow for Liam Lawson to slot in very nicely uh, and get that seat. I don't think it's too controversial or needs particular reasoning. We've seen just how good Liam Lawson was in that very quick um, sort of jump into Formula One and have to perform. I think Zanvoort, even though, you know, he didn't, I don't think he scored any points, did he, Zanvoort? But he was, the, the fact that he managed to just drive in those conditions and keep it out the wall was actually probably for me the most impressive of the whole lot because that was his debut as well. Like to jump in the car, have to drive in the most difficult conditions you could ever possibly wish upon a driver for the... For that, well, not wish upon, but you know what I mean. Like to, to throw at a driver yeah. for their first uh, first race was was crazy, and, and he 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 just delivered. So yeah, yeah. I, I've also gone for that. I mean, it's the obvious choice. Um, I don't think there's any doubt that if uh, one of the AlphaTauri or whatever they're going to be called, credit card uh, racing, or whatever, are going to move, it's it's a hundred percent Liam Lawson, and I think it's even. There's no way he's signed that contract to be a reserve driver after how well he did if he's not essentially been promised to see it in 2025. Um, there's a lot of rumours that that is the case, and I feel like um, that will happen, that that Lawson's, uh, whether wherever that is in the Red Bull family, he will have a, a, a drive. And if Dan Ricciardo moves up like we both think, then it's the, the makes the most sense for him to, to slot in there. And... Um, then, yeah, see how his, his career goes from there. Now, I don't have any more moves, Tommy, but you do oh, because so you've been chefing. The last so come minutes. on, off right. you go, and then I'll let you know how washed your opinions are. Okay. So oh, they're all quite, they're all maybe bombshells. So let's let's start with Perez then. So I said Perez would move. Uh, and some some will see this as like, disrespect but I actually think this is a really good move and I, I think it would suit him massively uh, and I've gone for Williams with Sergio Perez because I think that he would he, he is so good at delivering in a car that's like almost there you saw what he did at Racing Point Force India things like that and I think he will be pushed out of Red Bull but his time like We've seen with like you know Bottas and and these drivers like he won't want to leave just yet, uh, and it, it's something that 
all Formula One drivers seem to go through, that they just they want to hang on. And even though it sounds like a massive downgrade to go from Red Bull to Williams, I feel like he would be really well suited there. And I think he would um, kind of go go to them and, and deliver some strong performances. So uh, I've gone for Williams for Sergio Perez. Okay, let me let me chime Thoughts? in there before you before you start cooking some more. Let's you know let's <laughs> let's relax a second. Um, you know when you say, "Oh, Williams would be a really good team for him," I would also say, "Would he have any other option realistically uh, if he well, was dropped no, from exactly. from Red Bull?" Um, yeah, I, I mean, sure. I think that as you say, I think uh, any driver would rather stay in Formula One than be dropped completely. I guess if I throw in my Kimi Antonelli prediction that he does amazingly in Formula 2 do you think Williams would still go for a Sergio Perez over a potential new upcoming talent well yes because I've also said that Alex Albon will move okay come on (laughs) chef next one Alex Albon I think will move to Ferrari yeah yeah so I've already obviously already said that Carlos Sainz is going to move um I think Alex Albon would be a great shot for Ferrari. Um, and the reason this kind of covers both, I think Alex will have another great season and be that solid driver. Um, the reason I think Carlos Sainz will leave Ferrari, this, and then this is why I think Albon will move up there and be that uh, great replacement. Um, Carlos Sainz is a really tricky one because I feel like it, there's there's always these talks of, Audi, uh, and no surprise that I've gone for Stake, uh, Stake F1 team that he'll move to. Um, it's a big risk, of course, like if he if he does it, and especially like one step early. But I think Carlos Sainz has to weigh up that if Ferrari delivered a world championship car, would he win the world championship? And I think he's a fantastic driver, but I think they would build the car around Leclerc like 2022 and... Leclerc would be the one to to and and is going to be the one that gets this huge contract as well from from the rumors that that it seems like. So Carlos Sainz maybe doesn't have a long-term future and Audi are going to need a top driver to lead that team. He's a race winner. I think he'd be perfect there. He's got ties there already with his dad and this is why it's so difficult because there's not a regulation change for another year. So, and this is the gamble that he essentially goes from a car that can deliver podiums to go into a car that's barely even going to get a point, but then the year after might even be challenging at the front if Audi are that good. And it's all about engine development and they've just, like a Mercedes, right? Everyone thought Hamilton's move was absolutely ridiculous. And then he moved, and then there was the regulation change the year afterwards. And I feel like Carlos Sainz might take that take that gamble to essentially be a team leader, particularly if he's not getting this long term Ferrari contract like he uh, like he wants. Interesting. I think that's a whole lot of waffle. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I disagree. I think that, that there's there's no need for Carlos Sainz to go there and start bedding into a team that is essentially getting taken over anyway by Audi. Uh, and you know, if his contract is up, I think Audi would still be interested. And as you say, Carlos Sainz has those ties anyway, so I don't feel like he necessarily needs to bed himself into a team that's going to be 
probably pretty bad over the next couple or over, the, over that next year, next I suppose, year, as we look yeah. to 2025. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, I, I love Ferrari, of course, and I feel as though Carlos does as well, unless for whatever reason this, this coming year becomes particularly toxic for him. I think he'd just rather have another year at Ferrari and then and then make that gamble, in my opinion. So that's kind of where I went with the whole stay, was that I just feel as though even if he doesn't get that long-term contract, a short-term one's not bad either. Yeah, and that that's what makes it so difficult because it it's it's whether teams and and I've said this about four times on this podcast, but that is what is so fascinating that is there's that one year stopgap. So like will teams decide, oh, we'll all just stay roughly the same and then it'll go absolutely crazy or do teams start doing it now and then almost they like they're forced into deciding like that Sebastian Vettel domino effect that we saw. Um so yeah it's gonna be gonna be fascinating. Yeah I think with with the predictions that I've gone for, I think I've gone for the the teams will relatively stay the same apart from some new talents that they'll bring in, which yeah. they'll obviously want to bed in before regulation changes and so on. You know, of course young talents you want to get in the car as soon as possible to then assess whether or not they are good enough to be able to lead that team in the future. The more resident members of Formula One, I think obviously I've gone for a more of a cautious approach, but Tommy, for the sake of the thumbnail, has gone very, very <laughs> large. <laughs> but what I what I will say is I I always find this and there's there's been a lot with with predictions, one, it's a prediction. You're never gonna <laughs> know for for a fact, and it's all based well, on just you know, like you it's know. Not like anyone on this podcast, you know, predicted Nick DeVries to get oh. removed and <laughs> by Ricardo. When we're like in 2040, you're like, well, remember <laughs> Nick DeVries? Oh uh, yeah, hundred um, <laughs> percent. I'll be telling my grandkids that. Yeah, but I, what I always find funny is Formula One can surprise a lot, like. We uh, a while back, uh, I saw some people like laughing at our predictions that we made for 2026, and same like uh, I think Will Buxton made some for 2025, which people are sharing now um, that he made like four years ago. And the one thing I'd say to that is like imagine, imagine even like, so say you make a prediction for like what's going to happen in two years' time. Imagine two years' time before the Piastri thing happened predicting that grid that Alonso would be at Aston Martin, Oscar Piastri would go to McLaren instead of Alpine, Daniel Ricciardo would be dropped. Like, you'd be laughed at. So you just don't know, like, Formula One can yeah. surprise. So, um, yeah, That's I'm, really, I'm actually really excited. Last year, so so damn impressive, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's as well, like, if you were to do, like, predicting, say, race winners, let's say you went... You were in at the end of 2021 and you went, right, okay, let's look at each race and see who do you think is going to win? Or maybe at the end of 2020, or who do you think is going to win? People are like, oh, Hamilton, 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 all right, a bit, maybe a few Bottas. You know? And then you look at the 2022 results and you go, wow, you know nothing about Formula One, huh? Yeah. Like, it, it, the landscape can change so quickly uh, and that's the beauty of it. And that's what makes when predictions do come right, you feel like the Oracle, Rebel Racing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the sport... Uh, can change so much and it just needs that. I mean, my predictions are very similar to that Sebastian Vettel moment where like one piece of the domino changes and then then it all like has to slot into place. Um, Whereas you've gone for like the the more kind of reserved like 
Perez leaves, someone moves up, and then a few young drivers come in. So, yeah, it'd be fascinating to see see how it all pans out. Absolutely. And I think that pretty much wraps up this predicting the 2024 crazy F1 driver market shenanigans going into 2025. Tommy, what are your final thoughts? My thoughts are uh, anyone watching this video in uh, 2025 can't believe uh, Lance Stroll got dropped by his own dad. Absolutely shocking. And I can't believe after Formula One teams saw Tom Bellingham's Formula E drive, they were actually like, <laughs> hold on. Why are they missing this a trick? Screw up. Yeah, no, absolutely bin off Kimi Antonelli. We're going to get Tom Bellingham in the Williams. Come on, Damn let's right. go. And then I'll be doing driver ratings by myself, giving you a zero. <laughs> so <laughs> love it. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Lots of love. Looking forward to Formula One. Not too long to go until we get some car launches and stuff and we can finally get even more excited. And uh, we'll see you very soon for that and lots more exciting things to come. Bye. P1 is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.